Okay. So welcome back. We're continuing with the halachas of Eirvin. We're going to move into the halachas of Bitul Rishus. Just a quick introduction. The idea of an Eirv is not the strings as opposed to common misconception. The strings are to create a Rishus. The Eirv is once you have a Rishus, how to, Eruv means everybody mixed together, to mix that the food becomes, belongs, all belongs to everybody, or is mezaka for everyone. And the logic of Bitul Rishus follows a similar logic to that of an Eruv. The Eruv, the idea of an Eruv is either everybody's eating together, or everybody's living together, or there is a joint food that everybody could eat on Shabbos that makes everybody like one unit. Bitul Rishus is a similar idea where the people which have independent Rishuyas are mevatal to each other, and then the, everything becomes like one, like one Rishus that belongs to one person, and the other people are considered guests, and then there's a difference if it's one person, if it's a few people, we're going to go through all those details now. That is the Yisrael of Bitul Rishus. That means once we went through until Shin Pei essentially is... is the dinim of how to make an, the, the Eirov, then Shin Pei, Shin Pei Aleph is Bitl Rishus, and then Shin Pei Bei is, is when you have a Goy in the Chatzar that Bitl Rishus doesn't work, rather you have to do Schirus Rishus, the same thing, and the reasons for it, that we'll get to in the next Shiurim Amir Tzashem, the whole, all the dinim of a Goy when it comes to a Goy living in the same Chatzar as a Yid. When you go through Simon Shin Pei, Shin Pei Alf today, I am going to go through the, the points that are mentioned in the Shulchan Aruch and the Al-Terebbe and the different Nekudas that are important to point out on each one. Certain things that are Negea, more Lemaise on a practical, on a practical level. Now, just by way of, uh, of introduction, when you have in Simon, Simon Shin Pei, Shin Pei Alf, which discusses, which discusses Bitul Rishos, it's important to point out, if you looked in the end of Darke Moshe and Simon Shin Pei, you, he brings the Maharil, the Maharil says that some are oiser, some prohibit to do Bitul Rishos, and some are Mater. If you look in the Al Yerabba, in Sifkat and Aleph, now the Al Yerabba is in your, in the Tur Shulchan Aruch books, it's on the bottom of the Lavush, they put it over there. And right in the beginning of Sifkat and Aleph, towards the end, he says, he brings what the Tesefta says. The Tesefta says it's a mitzvah to mevatel Rashusi when you need to. And if it's Adam Godel, then the Rashus, Harashus Beyade. It's not a mitzvah, but Rashus Beyade. He's not, there's no more mitzvah on him. Rishuz biyadeh could mean either he has the Rishuz biyadeh to be mevatel or not to be mevatel. What is uh, the reasons for that it's by Adam Godel you don't have? It's only a Rishuz. If you look in Aruch HaShulchan, he explains if it's Adam Godel and it's past for him to be mevatel his Rishuz to somebody else. So the other people will mevatel the Rishuz to him. Why is that? Because we're soon going to see that if one is mevatel the rishus to other people, 
he, he remains the certain restrictions on him that are not on everybody else. And so this passage for the Adam Godel that he should be restricted while everybody else is, is, uh, is, free to do, is free to do whatever they move around whichever way they want to. Or there's another reason because it's a big toirach for him to be mevatel. Because if you're mevatel, you're a shush, you have to go to each person. Also, we're going to see that soon. You have to tell each person independently. Or he wants is covered. So therefore, the other people should be mevatel, should be mevatel uh, to him. Yeah, all these reasons, uh, the Aruch HaShulch only brings the first reason, but the other reasons are brought down in other, in other poiskim. Yeah, yeah. You're going to see. That's a whole different... We're going to get to it in a second. This is giving you this is my introduction about the whole idea. Now, the Ali Rabbin, Sefkotten Hay, says that the reason what brings from the Mariel, because the Dark Moshe only mentions what the Mariel says, doesn't bring the reason of the Mariel, what the reason of the Mariel is. The reason of the Mariel is that it's in Ali Rabbin, Sefkotten Hay, and over there he discusses it, that it's because people are going to be make fun of Dibri Chacham, and oh, Mevatel, Mevatel, you know, they're going to make jokes about it, because the Doir is Parutz, and they're going to make jokes about it, therefore, the Maril wanted that there should not be the concept of Bitul Rishos. However, Lamaise, if you look in the Beis Meir, which is one of the classical Mepharshim and it's in the Yalkut Mepharshim, also in the back of the Tur the, the that you have, he says the simple fact that Ramad did not bring this concept in Shulchan Aruch, even as a svare, means that he holds that it's completely mutter. Maybe it's even a mitzvah if you want to go through the shit of the Tesefta. So the Beismeir. Beismeir on Seif Beis. That's in your Yalkut Mepharshim in the back of the Tur Shulchan Aruch. You have the Beismeir, and he's the one who says that being that the Ramad even though the Ramon Darke Moshe mentions it, the fact that he does not bring it in the Shulchan Aruch itself is a proof that he completely disregards this opinion of the Maharil, and there is no reason to bichlal be choishish to this idea. And the fact is, if you look in the Alter Rebbe, also bichlal doesn't mention, even the Alter Rebbe a lot of times brings Deus Yechidois and says, Tev Lahachmer, um, uh, whatever, over here this is completely not mentioned in any way, shape, or form in the Alter Rebbe Good, so let's go through the Nekudas of the Simon. You have in Sif Aleph, we'll start the Seder of Shinpei, when a person forgets to be Meshtatif in the Eruv. What does it mean forgets? Um, simply, they collected flour from everybody to make this... Uh, this bread, and he forgot to give part of the flour. So now, because he was not part of the Eid of, so his, his lack of action created that he is oyster on everybody else, because now he is an independent unit inside his chatzar, and therefore he prohibits, and since his chatzar is not, his part of the chatzar is not identified in the general area, so nobody knows what's what, Therefore, he prohibits, he, he causes that everybody else in the Chatzar will not be allowed to carry, to carry in it. He has a schus, bailus. He has some kind of bailus in all the places which are shared. And that's the Alter Rebbe's Lashon is, is uh, Shachach. If you look in Mishnah Brunus, if Kotten Aleph, he says, for sure, if he wasn't Mishnatev Bemezid, or he specifically refuses to be Mishnatev, then for sure he is, 
he is oiser on everybody else. So therefore, each person still retains his own rights to carry within his house, but to take from his house out and bring it into the chatzar, that is oser. So what's the way to deal with it? This person who forgot to participate will go over and say, My reshus is bottle to you, or he says, it's, uh, it's, uh, I am giving it to you as a I'm giving it to you, it's, it's, it becomes yours. And then it's, then his reshus is no longer independent. And he, and everybody is allowed to, and all the other people are allowed to carry it. Carry over there. And it points out, this, kin, this could be done, this does not need a Kenyan. It could be done even on Shabbos. And, uh, and uh, you could do it even just by saying it. And the reason is, because the Alter Rebbe explains, uh, simple, that there's no Kenyan happening over here. The reason you don't need a Kenyan so there's no Kenyan happening over here. All he's doing is he is misalik himself from his Rishos. He's not selling anything. He's not transferring property to other people. If he says uh, that he's Mevata Rishosi, all he is, he is removing his ownership from this, from this, uh, from this location. And that is permitted on Shabbos. Now, so the moment he removes his ownership, his rights, he removes himself from any rights that he has to this property, it makes everybody else allowed to carry in this, in this property. But it's not enough if you just go over to one person in the Chatzar and tell them that you're Mavat Lerashu. So you have to go to every, each, and every, each and every single person. The only question is, is a Machlekes, whether you could say, go over to the whole crowd in Shul and say, or you have to go to each and every single person and tell them straight up, and then go to the next person, etc., etc. And I'll tell which means that it's enough to say, Mishnah Brudens of Cotton Dalit points out, that even though you still have to at least have everybody that you're mevatel to present when you tell it to them. The kulchem means every single person who is there when you say it, even according to divrei, divrei hameikol. That is essentially sif aleph. That's how it's done. Now, if he, if he says. If he says, now, what, that, all this applies when he says he's mevatel, his whole rishos, kol rishos. And then, what, how do we look at the people in this chatzar? Or how do we look at him? We look at him as if he is no longer a resident in this chatzar for the Shabbos, as if he left town for, for Shabbos. And therefore, everybody's allowed to carry from their houses to the chatzar, from a house to a house, including to... To his house. But if he Stam says Rishusi, not Kol Rishusi, and especially if he says Rishus Chatseri, is only Mevatel, the Rishus of his Chatser and not the Rishus of his, of his house. So what is he Mevatel? He's only Mevatel, or he was actually Mevatel, which means he was Mevatel, only the Rishus that he has in the Chatser. Therefore, they are, they, the rest of the people, they are allowed to carry from their houses to the chatzar, because the chatzar is bottled to them. And he is also allowed to take out from their houses to the chatzar. But neither he nor them 
are allowed to carry from his house to the Chatzar, because his house was kept as it was not Nizmatel, nor are they allowed to bring in from the Chatzar into, into his house. Because where is he, where was he Mevatel? It was only Mevatel in the Chatzar. In the Chatzar he becomes a Nereach, a guest, and a, their guest, so this, that's fine. But the house remains an independent entity, an independent ownership, and therefore that house cannot be, which was not Mevatel, you can't bring into, neither he nor anybody else can take from his house into the Chatzar, General Chatzar, or from the Chatzar, <coughs> or from the Chatzar into his house. There is a discussion whether if you did not, were not mevatel your house, do you have to lock up your house, put a key so nobody, so you shouldn't carry outside a mistake, and nobody else should carry into your house, into your house by mistake. There's uh, some people say you do have to lock it, some people say you don't have to lock it. The Altarebbe says I make a If you follow the make a you're not mafsid, but obviously lechatchile um, you should you should do it. If you look in Mishnah Berurah and Sifkot and Yudalev, he explains that the Mashmos of the Alter Rebbe is that only in Shas Atchak, Mokim Atchak, then you don't have to lock the door. But otherwise, in any situation, when the Alter Rebbe says, I make a Lohifzid, he's referring to Shas Atchak, that you have to be Mekel, Mokim Atchak. But otherwise, you should not be, you should not be, you should not, you, otherwise you should lock your door in you should lock your door. Now, if you look, then, and, and now why it comes out that we have a chumrah, and this is pointed out interestingly by the Aruch HaShulchan in Seif Vav, that you have a chumrah from somebody who lives in a, somebody who lives in a chatzah, she'enu mu'revis, a chatzah where there's nobody, there's an eight of was never done. We don't tell him you have to lock your door on Shabbos and only unlock it when you leave the house um, to go davening and lock it right back and, and, and leave the door locked the whole Shabbos. But over here, when you are living in a chatzir, which is me'urav, and you're the only one that would not participate, you do have to lock your door. And the Aruch just points out, the reason is very simple. In a place where everybody's also, everybody's also to carry, so you're not going to make a mistake. You're not used to carrying. You're not going to make a mistake of carrying. Everybody knows you're not allowed to carry. But over here, this was common to carry. There's an eight of in the whole chatzah. The fact is you forgot to participate in the rest of the chatzah. So we are worried that you're going to be the only one out. You're going to be, or the, they are the only people who are, they don't know, they're used to carrying in the chatzah and bringing into people's houses and going from one person in the chatzah to go eat in somebody else's house. And they're not going to realize they're going to carry into your house. Therefore, in such a scenario, that's why the chumrah, that if you are the only house in the chatzah, you have to be mevatel, you have to lock, you have to lock the door. Now, until now, I was talking about the fuel since if Bezi says if it was only Mevatel's Chatzar, Mevatel's Bais, but if you are Mevatel, your house also. And this is, and this is moving on to Seif Gimel. If he's Mevatel also, his house, then, then it's all Mutter, to carry in, to carry out. Why? Because he becomes like their guest completely. He has absolutely no rishus, Lashon Al-Tarebbe is, no rishus whatsoever remains in his ownership. Since nothing remains in his ownership, he is essentially only a guest. The fact that he's sleeping there, he becomes their guest, just like you're in a guest in somebody's house. You are allowed in one person's house, and he has a backyard, and it's all enclosed properly. 
you're his guest, you are allowed to carry inside the house, you're allowed to carry into his chatzar, that's closed, you're allowed to carry from his chatzar into the house. Same thing over here, if you're a singular person, you're mevatel your reshus to the rabbim, and you're mevatel your house to the rabbim completely, then he has to, he has to, then he's becomes, he becomes their, their, their guest. However, there has to be a chazake of them first in his, in his property. He cannot start carrying before they were machzik in his property. They have to make an action that shows that they have acquired, so to speak, his rights in the house. Which means they, somebody has to, somebody has to carry into, into the houses to show that they were machzik in what was just... Uh, what was just uh, released. So therefore, they have to take out from their houses into the chatzar before he takes out from his house into the chatzar. And same thing, he's not allowed to take out or bring in because they have to first show that they have acquired, they have become, uh, they were machzik in the chatzar which is, which is uh, shared. If you're going to be, if you were Mevatel Yerushos, and you are the first person that walked out with something into the general property, what did you show? You were not Mevatel Yerushos. You were not completely Masiach Das from it. All you did was you showed that you were Chayzer from your Bittu. It shows like we're going to see later in Simon, in Simon Shin Pei Aleph. Now, what happens, huh? Does he have to wait for every person in the pocket? No, he doesn't have to wait for every person. Just one? Looks like that's what's mushrooms, only one's enough. There is an interesting um, taste of Shabbos on this on this uh, on this simon, where uh, he discusses what happens if inside your house you have an independent room, and over there he says that you have to mevatel the independent room beferush. Why? Because kolam mevatel be'ain ro mevatel. Someone's mevatel. He's mevatel the minimum that he has to do. If someone says hareini mevatel just to the shusi, we try to find what's the minimum amount of his mevatel. He's mevatel only the chatzar. If he says I'm mevatel uh, basi, what does it mean? He has in mind. This is how I understood this. He has in mind. He's mevatel the areas that he has no problem with you walking into. He obviously, huh? Your bedroom. When you have guests in your house, they have. They're going to come and they're going to eat in your dining room and they're going to use your bathroom and they're going to use your living room and that's part in your mind, but they have no access, not to your bedroom, and not to your kid's bedroom. Unless you specifically told them to put their kids there. So they have, they, there's certain places that even a guest does not have. So even if you're mevatel rishos, logically, certain rooms in the house, he's not interested in, 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 in going through that everybody should just, mevatel rishos, in his mind, even if he says mevatel basi. That's what Teisus Shabbos says. Therefore, he says, if you want to be able to carry, now since you're mevatel, you want to be able to carry from, so to speak, your bedroom into the kitchen, you're going to have a problem. You have to mevatel specifically your bedroom. The Kafachayim completely disagrees with it and says, absolutely not. When you say mevatel beisa, you include the whole, the whole, all the rooms in the house. Now, where would this more be more relevant, and it would make more sense to have this discussion, would be if you have a guest house that's on your property, but not in your house. <clears throat> and over there, could be that it's talking not, when you say mevatel base, you're not mevatel it completely. 
Um, and because if you look in in Cheshun um, Mishpat, in Simon Reish Yudalad, you look in the beginning of the Pesach over there, it says that when you sell a house, it includes all the rooms that are Tashmishei Habayis, that are for the general usage of the house. But it does not include things that are not part of the usage of the house. The question is, if I own a house on a property, and I also own a smaller house on the property, and I also have a garage on the property, and I also have a big backyard. Could be that when I sold you the house, yes, I did sell you the house. Doesn't mean I sold you everything that's on this property. So therefore, when it comes to Eidov, when it comes to Bittu Rishos, could be that independent structures might not be, even according to the Kafachayim, might not be like that. We're still going to see if in Al-Terebetz, Lav Davke, that it is, that it's like that. It's more Diyuk and Simon Shin Pe'alaf. Obviously, Lekuli Alma, if you rented out your room, you locked up a room, Pesach, to the guy, there's common sense that you're mevatel the rishos, you're not going to mevatel somebody else's rishos. So even though the guy gives you rishos to walk into there and take things out during Pesach, and Shabbos Cholamayit Pesach, um, if you are mevatel your rishos, you have a problem to take in and out from that room. It's not yours, you can't mevatel somebody else's rishos. That's what... That's what, that's what it looks to me like on that. Now, this all is about Bittu Rishus. If Dalad Al-Terebbe goes into Schirus Rishus, if he does not want to be Mevatel Rishus, rather he wants to rent it out to them, just like Rishus is rented from a guy, this guy says, I'm not interested in giving it to you as a gift, I want you to... To pay for it, as a machlekes, as mentioned in Shulchan Aruch, some people say that schirus does help. Some people say that schirus does not help. The reason the people say schirus does help is because schirus cannot be worse than than bittul reshus. Bittul reshus is completely free, and therefore, logically, you take it less seriously. Give somebody your whole house as a present to take it less seriously than renting it to somebody for a price. That's the svarah that say that, it's, that it works. And the people that say it doesn't work is because schirus was only um, mesakin schirus by a goy. And the only reason why they're mesakin schirus by a goy is because the bittul does not help by a goy. But otherwise, schirus by yid will not, will not help. We go according to different amekel that schirus by yid does does help. Now, if you looked in the Mogan Avram, the Mogan Avram says that if it happens, if the schirus happens in the weekdays, it works. On Shabbos, it's also mitzad mekachomem, because an interesting footnote from the Al-Terebbe inside this, on this halacha. Um, and over there, it's in, this, in these prints, it's Ha'ar Lamedalad. Over there, the Al-Terebbe first starts, it says that that um, The Indian Shabbos, and it says from the Mogan Avram, um, that the Mogan Avram, like I just mentioned, the Mogan Avram, and Al-Tarev says, the Indian Shabbos Tzarechiyun. What is the Indian Shabbos Tzarechiyun? What is it Tzarechiyun? So you look in the Mishnah Brur, in Sharatziyun, Simen, Sifkot, and Yud Aleph, that the Tzarechiyun, that the, of the Al-Tarev is, that maybe the Maram will be moide, that even on Shabbos, it does, that, that even on Shabbos, it does, it does work. And there is no issue of Kenyan on, on, 
on Shabbos. And over there, the Mishnah Buddha, over there, also not in Shabbos, but the actual Mishnah Buddha brings from the Prima Godim that that Schirus does work with the Eved, even if it's done on, even if it's done on Shabbos. Then the Alter Rebbe continues and brings out over here, in after he mentions the Lin Shabbos Tzarechiyun, in I think that's what I said. It's ideal. It's a, it's mashma that it's a problem according to the Morgan Avram to do it on Shabbos. Which is mashma means from that that on Shabbos it's also. No, but the das ma'aram, even the das ma'aram, maybe on only only work on choyl, not on Shabbos. Right, but here's my question: but choyl, the das ma'aram, it's mutter b'choyl, and also on Shabbos, or it's, it seems like it's on Shabbos. According to ma'aram is mekel. He says could be the ma'aram when the the yesh aim the mutter. Who is that? The ma'aram. And on that he says, if the maram is mekel, it's only on, it's only on choyl, not on Shabbos. And then the Alter Rebbe uh, brings the Chok Yaakov, where he mentions what the Alter Rebbe points out to something that he himself wrote in Simon Tov Mem Ches. It says, V'mashe kasafti sham. Um, that's the Lashon of the Rebbe. Mashiach Kosav Tisham is talking about Simon Tov, Tov Memches, Ifta Zayin, that Letzorich Mitzvah, you're allowed to give him a tonne on Shabbos, this is Letzorich Mitzvah, and then if you look in Simon Shin Pei Beis, Sif Ches, that Schirus of a location on Shabbos is only, is, is, is like a matone and not like a Mechiras. So being that Al Tereb uh, points out to you, look in Tafam Ches that Matana is Mutter. Look in Shimpei Beis that Tzchirus is like Matana. Comes out that it's Mashma that the Al Tereb holds that Tzchirus, according to the Divrei Hamekel, Tzchirus of this sort will be Mutter even on Shabbos because it is even by Yisrael because Tzchirus is a Matana and this Matana is B'mokim Mitzvah. These four se'ifim that we just did are all relevant to a yachid who is mevatel his rishus to, a, to the rabbim. Now what happens if it's the other way around? If you have the rabbim were, were ma'ariv between themselves, did the between themselves, and one of them was not mishtatif, and oh, they all went and were mevatel their chatzar to this specific person who did not do the eruv, then they are not allowed to take out from their houses to the chatzah, because they were just mevatel the rishos. And they're now allowed to bring in from the chatzah, which is no longer theirs, to their houses. And that even if they were mevatel their houses too, to the, to the guy that didn't do it, it's still, they're still not allowed to bring from the chatzah into the houses. Why? Because rabim are not considered erchim legabe yachid, and the fact that the ten people in the chatzar were all mevatel the rishus klape, this yochid is not enough to make them oirchim. The only time it's oireach works is when one when one is mevatel to the rest. 
but not when the majority is mevatel to them. And that person who did not do the Erev, and everybody was mevatel to him, he is allowed to take out, obviously, from his house to the Chatzar, because now the Chatzar all became his because everybody was mevatel to him. And he's allowed to take out from their houses to the Chatzar if they were mevatel their houses to him. And, but they are still not allowed to take even from his house to the Chatzar. Why? Even though it's his house and it's his Chatzar, the fact that they are going to go and they're going to take out from his house to the Chatzar, which is now his Chatzar, it shows that they are going, that they are changing their mind and retracting their bitul and they want to be zeichen because they're taking out. But to bring in from their but if they want to bring in from the Chatzar to his house, that is not considered a Chazare. And that does not show that they're, that they're back to being Likeach Rishus. And that is a cool of the Magen Avram. And, and the Alter Rebbe points out that he's Medaig, the same thing from the Shulchan Aruch. The fact is the majority of the Achreinim are Cholik on this. But the Al-Tarebbe takes the opinion of the Mogin of Rome that they are allowed to bring in from the Chatzar into, into his house. Now, in Se'if, Vav discusses not only Rabim towards a Yachid, that they don't become, they don't become guests, but even, one, even if it's one Chatzar where you have... Where you have uh, where only two people are living over there, one is mevatel, one is mevatel the shus to the other one, it also becomes uh, also becomes rabim. And then if you have a group of people that were not ma'arev and they're mevatel, they are, and you have rabim which were ma'arev. That means if you have a group of people that were not ma'arev and they were mevatel, all they were, they all were mevatel the shus to the rabim that were ma'arev. It also you can also not consider it fully like Eirchim, but if it's Rabim that want to be mevatel to Rabim which did not do a Eirov, then you have a problem. And that is where Sif Zayin comes in. Comes in that if you have more than one person that did not do an Eirov in the Schatzer, two people didn't do an Eirov. Yeah, if you have people that were not. So then, then to be mevatel to, then you have, if you have to be, um, you could be mevatel either to a yachid which did or did not do an Eruv, or to the rabbim which did do an Eruv. But you can't do, you can't be mevatel to rabbim which did not do an, which did not do an Eruv. Why? Because each person that did not do an Eruv is going to go and cancel out his friend. And, we, and therefore, it's going to end up that the Rishus is never in this battle. So even if afterwards you have these two people, each one of them was not mevatel as Rishus, and they were mevatel to each other afterwards, it still doesn't help because this person, he caught it, did not have any right to be mevatel that person's, that person's Rishus. He was never zoichen that Rishus to be able, even if he goes, and even if he gets Rishus to do it, and he tell him, I'm giving it, I'm being mevatel my Rishus to you, and you have a right to be mevatel to somebody else, it's still... It still doesn't, doesn't work. And Misvare, uh, if these two people did, who were not Ma'arev, did an Eruv between them to themselves, 
in a way that's mutter for them to do Erev. Let's say the two houses were together. And then everybody else comes who was Ma'ar, but they, did not, they were not Ma'ariv with the rest of the Chatzar. Then everybody else comes and wants him Mevatar Rishus to them, then it might work because they become like one, they become like one, like one entity. More than one. They could. They will still not be able to carry unless each all of them are mevatel their shoes to them. It's not going to help them much. Yeah. They should have all the dinim of a yachal that's, that's in their day of Rabbi. So, why, uh, why do we refer to them as Rabbi? No. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, now there's a few more points I wanted to point out before we continue to Shin Payalaf about Simon Shin Pei. Are you allowed to be mevatel through a shleich? Mevatel Yerushos through a shleich. There's Erech Shai, which discusses it and says that he has a suffix in it. Why? Because to be mesalik, there's a din siluk doesn't is 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 not clear if it helps through a shleich. Why is that? The machlek is rishonim whether you are allowed to mevatel yechametz through a shleich or not. The Ran holds that you're not allowed to be mevatel yechametz through shliach. Other people hold that you are allowed to be mevatel yechametz through shliach. If you look in the Alter Rebbe in Simon Tuf Lamed Dalitz, if the Zvav the Alter Rebbe brings both shittas, the first Yeshayimrim is that you're not allowed to be mevatel yechametz through shliach. Second Yeshayimrim is that you are allowed to be mevatel yechametz through shliach, and that is what the halacha is in Shulchan Aruch. And the Alter Rebbe says, even though the Iker is like the second svara in Toflam Adala, that you are allowed to mevatel the chametz rishliach, still toiv lachush lechatchila lisvara lisvara harishayna, and not and not uh, and still not be mevatel the chametz rishliach, which means Al Tarebbe was choyshesh to the sheet of the ran that bitul or siluk does not work through a through a shliach. Which means that the suffix of the Erech Shai still stays in place. So what does the Erech Shai give you an idea? He says, and the only way to do it is if you are makne Yerushos completely to a shliach, then if he goes and he's mevatel the shliach, then he's mevatel his Rishus to everybody else, it's not a problem because he was just mevatel something which belonged, belonged to him. Now obviously there are people who disagree with it. The shit... Huh? Even Kenyan says it's a matana. Schilos is a. Terebe still says in Fulat, Schilos does work on Shabbos because it's a rechmitzvah, it's like a matana. Now, do you have to make a bitul every Shabbos or not? If you look in Chacham Tzvi, Simon Vav, Shabbos Chuvas, he says that it's enough once a year. That's the lotion of the Chacham Tzvi. He also points out 
that that um, in the same tshuva that that um, that doesn't help Le'inyan Chazare. Le'inyan Chazare that he changes his mind. If there were machzik in the rishos for that Shabbos, it works. But if you were mevatel rishos for the whole year and then you're choyzer machzik, that so yeah, then you're choyzer on your bittul. So the fact that you were if you're choyzer on your bittul for this Shabbos after there were machzik doesn't help anything. You can't retract it after there were machzik. But for the next Shabbos, the bittul gets gets. Uh, Of what? According to some people. But if, if they're mach, but he was, he was a choyzer boy. But for Shabbos. Next Shabbos. The Chazam says, you don't have to do it every Shabbos. You do it once. And then, comes, and then this guy comes next Shabbos. And he was machzik. And he was a choyzer mebetulah. If he was the first one to do it. He says it works. So it becomes a problem. You machzik, but if you don't do it in boidiyoyim, and they have to, if you hold, you have to be machzik afterwards. You have a problem. You have a problem. Now, one year it doesn't mean specifically one year. It's the same thing as schiros and shus from a guy. It could be for long term. You know I mean, but the idea is that bittul doesn't have to be done every Shabbos. The person's mevatel has to do it. Now, it doesn't make sense why every Shabbos a person would have to be mevatel. Just become part of the aid of next Shabbos. Don't uh, create chaos, but. Whatever reason it is, if a person prefers him vatel shus rather than be mishnatav and eluv, for whatever reason he maybe he doesn't want to be part of something called an eluv. It's much easier for him to be part of something called a bittul. I don't know what the that's that's the only thing, the only reason, huh? Okay, so mizaka for him. Now the the bir halacha at the end at the end of mishnah at the end of simon shin pei. Tells a very interesting uh, point, and he's medayikit from the Altareb and Simon Shin Tzadik Aleph, that every time it says Yachid refers to um, anybody who's living in one in one property. Yeah, this is I think uh, Levi. This might help your question. Um, it refers to everybody who's living in one property, um, even if it's two families in the same one, they're eating together and everything else, and any any group of people that are in a property which they would not require to do an aid of between them. Then they're considered a yachid. And rabim is any people that they, even if they're living in the same house, that would require an aid of between them, they become the category of, of, of uh, rabim. What's in between? What's in between? I don't know. If it's chayv and aid of, if it's chayv and aid of, it's chayv and aid of, it's not chayv and aid of, it's not chayv and aid of. Yachid is could be one or more people, one or more houses that are not required to do an of. A unit which is not required to do an of. It could be a family with ten people. It could be two families living in one house, etc. If they are not required to be to do an of between themselves, not that they did already an They're not required to do an of between themselves. They become a yachid for all the dinim of the simon. And if they are required to do an eruv between themselves, they're considered rabim. That's the, the last biur halachin of the Mishnah Brura and Simon Shinpei. 
And he says, he's medayaket from the Alter Rebbe in Simen Shin Tzadik Aleph. Right in the beginning of Simen Shin Tzadik Aleph, you'll see it. Sif Aleph. Let's move on to Simen Shin Pei Aleph. We'll discuss a few points in Simen Shin Pei Aleph. Someone who was mevatel his rishus. He is not allowed to take out from his house to the chatzar, and from the chatzar to his house. He was mevatel his chatzar. He's mevatel his rishus. He's not allowed to take out from the chatzar to the house, and from the house to the chatzar. If he was also mevatel his house, then he is allowed to take in and out. He's allowed to take in and out from the chatzar to his house, from the house to the chatzar, only after the other ones were machzik, they have to be machzik, sign the chatzar, sign the bais, something which we already saw in the previous simon. Now what happens if he was avar vehoitzi, he went and with, he was, he was moitzi in a situation that he was not allowed to. If it was b'shoigeg, and we're talking about obviously a case that he wasn't mevatel's house. Because mevatel's house is different, but if he wasn't mevatel's house, and he went and he took, so he's not allowed to take out from his house to the chatzar. And then he went, he was only about Lachatzah, and then he went, he did it B'Shoigig on Shabbos. It doesn't make it usher on everybody else. Why? Because the fact he did it B'Shoigig does not show that he's Choyzer Mibituloi. But if he did it B'Mezid, it does make it usher because that shows that he was Choyzer Mibituloi, and it shows that he, even though he was Mivatel, he was never Masiach Das from the concept of having some form of ownership in this, in this. Chatzar. The Shara Tziun, the Mishnah Bruder, and Sifkot and Aleph adds that the same idea will apply, also seems like similar to the Alter Rebbe, the same idea will apply if a person was mevatel, was mevatel his house also. But the Rabbim, the Rabbim were not, were not, um, were not machzik in it yet, so it's still, it's still, uh, and he bemazed went and he was moitzi from one rishus to another, it becomes asr. Now all this applies when he's moitzi from his house to the chatzar. Yeah, and that shows that even though he was in vatal the chatzar, he had in mind, he changed his mind to, and he, doesn't, he, didn't, he wasn't completely Messiah das from his ownership in the chatzar. But if he only brings in from the chatzar to his house, then it's not considered the chatzar would be too late. Why? Even though it's asr to do it, but... Essentially, if I sell you, just logically speaking, if I sell you my chatzar, complete sale, what am I going to do afterwards? If I forgot to take out everything from the chatzar that I just sold you, I'm going to go in there after I sold it to you and take out whatever belongs to me. So the same thing over here, he was nevatel's chatzar to everybody else, but he didn't change his mind, and he, uh, he's not changing his mind. All he's doing is he's bringing his stuff back into his house, which is, which is still usher. Disagree here as well, yeah. So they say that taking from the Chatzar into his own house is also an act of Chayzer. L'chayzer, yeah. The Lashon of the Mogen Avram is Lahachnis Mutter, and the al says that the Lashon of the Mogen Avram is Tzarich Iyon. Now, if he was Mevatel also his house, and then he went and he brought in from the Chatzar into his house, then that shows that he was 
that he was choyzer um, from his bittel and he is oyser on them. Now what happens if he was mevatalat again afterwards? He, he did a chazah, he was bemezid, he was choyzer me and then he went and did another bittel. That is, you'll see the Mishnah Burden, Sifkot Gimel, that the bittel does help. And the Sharatzion brings a very interesting, the Sharatzion of the, of, on the Mishnah Burden over there brings a very interesting thing, that it's only if the first time he was Moitzi, he did it Betzina. When he was, when he did the, the Bemezid, but he did it Betzina. But if he did it Befarhesia, then he can no longer be Mevatel his Rishos. Why? Because he just became a Mumer. He took out from his Rishos to the public property. And, and which is very interesting that it comes in the Mishnah Bureau, he seems to take the approach that Chil Shabbos even once makes you a mummer. There's a whole discussion about it, if Chil Shabbos once makes you a mummer or not. In the Al-Tarebbe, if you look in Simon Shin Peihei, in the end of Sif Gimel, over there the Al-Tarebbe takes the approach in Mechal Shabbos one time, then he does not become a mummer, only if he's rogil. Um, then it does not become a mummer. But if you look in Hilcheshchite, which we discussed last year in Shiurim, in Hilcheshchite Simon Beis Kudusachren Yud, of the Al Terebe says the Lashon Vafilu Loyoso Kene Lapam Achas regarding Chil Shabbos, Nice Mummer L'Chol Atayre Vareyu Kenochri. So you could be you could go into explanations why in Hilcheshchite is different than Hilcheshirovin, or you could be Metavach the two together. But I'm not going to go into it. Ah, b'farhesi, yeah. B'tzina is no. Regardless, how do you become a mummer if it's b'tzina? Ah? No one saw it. Did b'mezid, and he only—he's the only one that knows that he that he did it. Then the Al-Tarebbe continues here and says, obviously, he's talking about before the rabbi were machzik in his rishus, whether it's his own rishus or whether it's the, whether it's his chutz or whether it's his house. But if it was done after they were machzik, it's no longer, even your action of itzar achnasid no longer is considered a chazare, and a, a, he changed his mind and it's already considered a chazake, but still usher for him to take out and to bring in. And the al then continues and says, just points out that the chazhechziku has to be after dark. That's the first shit that the Alter Rebbe brings. But if they did, before dark, it doesn't work. And the Yesh Eimrim, that it works even in Baidyayim, which means that that is a chiyuv to be machmir. And even though Baidyayim is a hakel, Baidyayim means if it was already, already, already um, done. Now, what action do you have to do in to be to show a chazake after chashecha? So the the Bir Halacha on Sifalafim Shachonarach Mishabura points out something which is essentially interesting, but it's it's logical that according to Rashi, who says that you have to do it Mishachashecha, obviously the action that you have to do is something which would have otherwise been usher, which is Haitzah or Hachnasa, but not Stam Hishtamshus to, to, to use it. According to the shitta which holds that Yaim, you could do, you could do, you could be machzik. It doesn't have to be specifically an action of Hitzah and Hachnasa. That's how the Mishnah Bruder, that's how the Mishnah Bruder explains it over here. 
He says, maybe, maybe you don't need to do it so on the according to the tour, maybe it will be enough to just stamish damshus. But according to Rashi, that's Mechashecha, for sure the idea of Chazaka doesn't just mean um, going and playing a game in the Chatzir, it means actually doing Hoytzah and Hachnasa, something which otherwise would be considered, be considered Osir. And Sif Beis, Al-Terebbe says that also you have the concept, um, the concepts of Oisrim and Betlur and everything else also applies to two Chatzeres, each Chatzir has people that go one next to another, I'm not going to go into it right now. <coughs> in Sif Gimel, it's very interesting that over there it sees the concept, Yesh Betlur Rishus Bechurva, <coughs> that's talking about when you have something between two houses which belongs to both of them. So for example, it's if you have a condo building and the common areas belong to everybody equally, um, or something which does not belong to both, but belongs to one of them, or belongs partial to one of them, partial to the other one, and both of them use it, use it, uh, use it uh, without Tashmish and Benoyach, which could be, uh, you could say maybe a driveway falls into that category with two driveways next to each other. One driveway is together is a chatzar, because it's a shutfus, but two driveways. Then in such a scenario, there are oiser one on another, and they have to do, they have to do an eruv between them. And if they don't do an eruv, then it's also for them. And then they would have to do bitul, they would have to do bitul rishos. That's in Sif Gimel, Sif Dalad. Um, if you have two houses which are open one next to one to another and there's no chatzah between them, um, over there also you have to do bitl, but you have a difference that over here when you are mevatel, the person is allowed to carry from one house to the other house because even if he's going to do it before hechzik and everything else, you can, there's no shaila of chazare because you never had any ownership rights to begin with over there. When you talk about a chatzah, a chatzah is shared by everybody, then you have ownership rights. When you're talking about a house, a house, your friend's house, you never had ownership rights to it. When you were mevatel, your reshus too, your friend's reshus, there is no need to be machzik before you can start, before you can start, um, before you can start carrying, and it does not show that he is choyzer mi, mi bituloi if you take from your house into your friend's house but if you bring in from your friend's house into your house then it shows that your choyzer umachzik choyzer on your bitul even if it's after your friend already was was machzik. And then Al-Tarebi goes into the discussion about having a room in your house that you're not mevatel. And he says, if there was a specific room in your house and you specifically were mevatel the house and you were not mevatel the, the room, then you're not allowed to take out from that specific room into the rest of the house because that room, you were not mevatel the house, you were mevatel and you might see from one rishus to another. Um, and uh, and if they even in even if and if they were not machzik when they're going from if they uh, other persons were not machzik if 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 you have houses together you're mevatel your rishus to the rabbim and then the rabbim and they the rabbim were not machzik yet in your house then you could bring in from their house into your house it's not considered as choisim bituloi because will only work when you take out from your house to their house. But bringing in from their house, from their house to your house, does not, is not considered, 
considered um, bitul. And over here, then this is also depends. Is the armachleik isn't about it. The Al Terebe in the footnote brings a list of manamikaimus to prove it. He says in Yochid that, that in the Yochid is mevatel terabim, and he leaves the room for himself. He could take out from their house to his house, and it's not considered choizer mibituloi. And the Al Terebe lists the whole list of manamikaimus over there. And wonderful, and he says, even the Mogin Avram, who's Machmer in certain scenarios, over here in the Mevatel Rabim, he would hold that it is fine. And regardless, Al Terebbe says, Yeshemrim, that you should never be Mevatel your whole house. Why? You should not, it shouldn't be forgotten the concept of Eidof, building a thing you're allowed to carry from one house to another house without a problem. So always keep one room to educate that you should remember that there is a concept of not carrying on on Shabbos. And there's another shit which holds that it's not. It's not a problem. You don't have to. And the Rebbe says, still, like the shit that you should leave one room that is not in this battle in the Eruv, um, and that's how you should that's how you should do it. Now, it just happens to be, when you look at this one, you, it's clear that the Alter Rebbe holds that being the Vatala house does include all the rooms unless you specifically say that you are not Mavatal. The second Se'if Hay points out that a Bittal is pretty much the same as, since Bittal is like an Eruv, so therefore you have to do the Bittal has to be done um, uh, just like an Eruv, uh, Eruv was done with Be'od yeah, the bitul could have been done in Be'od And if there is no way to make an aid of Be'od and then afterwards came Shabbos, and you, and then became an opportunity to do an aid of. For example, if, <coughs> the example is if, if there was a wall, if the guy built a wall around separating the properties, and then on Shabbos they knocked down the wall. So before Shabbos you had no access from one chatzah to the other chatzah. And therefore, you are not able to do an Eid of, but then, so you're not able to do Bittu the Shuz, but then in the middle of Shabbos, the wall fell down, or was taken down, and therefore you were able to do, that does not, Bittu will not help for, will not help for that, for that. Shabbos and Shabbos, we know Kemosh and Nesra, Mikzosa, Nesra, Nesra Kula. Based on this, pretty much it's the same idea if there was a Chatzar, which the mechitzes were not properly done, or there was a tzuras pesach which was broken on on erev Shabbos when Meshech and therefore you were not able to do an erev on erev Shabbos because the wall was not fixed. You were not able to do, or the wall was there and not open, the, the, and and you were not able to do an erev on erev Shabbos, and so then and then the situation was fixed on Shabbos, the Tzorosa Pesach was fixed on Shabbos, the wall was put up on Shabbos, whatever it is, then obviously you cannot make an Eid of on Shabbos, um, but since that's the reason, you also cannot make a Bittul on Shabbos to mevatel the, the, the Rishos. And if you want to see where it discusses the whole idea of Eid of, that's really in Simon Shin Ayin Dalat Sif Aleph, there you have the whole discussion and similar situations Regarding doing an eight over here, we're discussing regarding doing, regarding doing bitul rishus. Now, the question only becomes: Are you like, can you do schirus on uh, on uh, on Shabbos if you are not able to do an eight of before Shabbos? 
And the answer is, I don't know. You could discuss, it makes sense to say that you cannot do a schirus just like you cannot do a bit or a shus, but there's a swara to say for a carrot. Also, a schirus is different than bit or shus. Huh? No, if you can't do bitl, and you want to follow the opinion that schirus works instead of bitl even by Yisrael, would you be able to do schirus in this scenario where you are not able to do an eruv on, you're not able to do an eruv on, on, uh, on Erev Shabbos? And then in Seif uh, Vav is a whole discussion about someone who was Yerush on Shabbos, that he could be mevatel on Shabbos because the Moirish was able to be mevatel on Erev Shabbos. Therefore, a Yoyresh is also able to be mevatel. It's not the same as somebody who is not able to be mevatel, that he, you don't have the possibility of being mevatel on Erev Shabbos. What's the, and the whole, the whole discussion about someone who dies in the Chatzar, if, if he is part of the Erev, if he's not part of the if he dies, do you have to make Erev, not make Erev, it's all discussed in Simon Shin Ein Aleph. Um, if somebody dies, in the middle of Shabbos, and someone was Yerush, if there was an Eruv done, if there wasn't an Eruv done, the question, and over there the question is, does the Eruv of the dead person help for the person who was, who was Yerush him or not? The question is regarding um, Bittul, if the dead, if the person who died was Mevatel his Rishos before Shabbos, and then he suddenly died, does the Bittul still continue? If you look in the Karban Nasano, it seems like the bitul that the person was mevatel his reshus becomes bottle when he dies. So the moment the person dies, the whole bitul reshus that he did is cancelled, and the and the yoyresh has to go and make a new bitul. The simon shin Aleph, which concludes the dinner of bitul, concludes with a halacha that bitul obviously could be done on Shabbos if you're able to do it before Shabbos, and therefore if you have you didn't do an of properly didn't do an Eruv, and you have to be mevatel, but you want that every single person should have the opportunity of carrying, and since you have a rabbim over here, you might have a situation where one person is allowed to carry, one person is not allowed to carry. So first, you do bitul one way, so then the person who was mevatel will not be able to carry, but the other person will be able to carry. When the second person is done carrying, then you do the bitul the other way, so the person who earlier was not able to carry will be able to carry now. And you could do bitul mevatel v'chayzer mevatel. You could do bitul a few times until everybody gets carries whatever they have to carry from one location to 